Oh, yeah. Can I get you some? Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the good stuff. That was at least $10 wine. <laughs> Pretty sure it still it, wasn't. It was, was it? It was like eleven ninety nine. yeah. Kind of splurged for this one. Surprisingly, it's still a twist out, so. <laughs> good point. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's still good, though. It's really good stuff. Jeez, we treat ourselves right. <clears throat> Chris David. Spanfruity. Oh, sorry. Are we? <laughs> We're still doing a podcast. Okay. <laughs> mm. David. Yes, bitch. I said pidge, by the way. I don't know if that was... I said yes, pidge. Yes, just to make sure. We are um, recording episode three. Do... I was going to do the Star Wars theme song, but I think if I do it, we're going to get sued. The Starbucks theme song? Star Wars. Oh, okay. What theme song does Starbucks have? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, let's not do the theme song to a, okay. a giant franchise. We might ones. need a theme song, <clears throat> Pidge. Flying Ostriches. <sighs> Perfect. Oh, okay. Short, though, but... So this podcasting thing sure is easy. <laughs> <laughs> we are on a roll. We are on a roll. <clears throat> no four-week break. No. Um, we not actually, even four minutes. No. We actually want to share our content and our stories that, you know, we've promised a lot of people, our solid, you know, four people that follow us. <clears throat> 34 so, still. We have 34 followers, actually. Nobody actually knows. But we are actually going to share it. Can I just say that I love how much we reference the fact that we um, are making content. I don't know if others who are making, creating, cultivating content mm. use the word content as much as we you do. You really, but like, dug into a thesaurus in the back of your mind for that. Yeah, I just was pulling out all them synonyms. I think you make a good point, though. You know, it isn't just pictures, okay? We actually do write. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty, <laughs> they're pretty funny. I would say so. My mom said so. And <laughs> at least one other person that's not my mom said so. I mean... That's confirming evidence. Really? I, that is amazing. Thank you, Debers. She's got to be the sponsor for this episode. Yeah. Hashtag Debers is the best. Uh, Debers is my mom. And she is our unofficial sponsor or one of our unofficial sponsors because we might have a few more arise in the episode that we Always. just come up with. Always. And then we'll confirm with them later if they want to be official sponsors. Of course. They never respond to us. That's only gas X page. <laughs> and that is with good reason. I am their sole market. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. That's really <laughs> profound that you admit that on the air. Oh, Get no. Get it on the air. The amount of gas X I think I consume annually, unreal. Can I be honest then, since you've been so forthright? Yeah. I need it more than you do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to admit that on the air, I do. And I'm, I'm a little resistant, at least for the first couple of years. I feel like... David, we've only been dating for, like, over a year. I'm just saying that you should expect this for the next couple of years <laughs> as well. <laughs> I'm not ready to give up yet <laughs> and join the Gas X Nation. But thankfully, we're on a podcast, and you can smell the air of wherever you're listening and not the air that is currently present in our condo. 
Attitude which, of gratitude. <laughs> thank you for pulling that, <laughs> Got it. Pulling that out. <laughs> See? It's relevant. Cheers. Cheers. Wow. Mm. So what are we talking about? You know, I think it's time to talk about why and how. Who, what, where, when, why, and how. Pancho. Oh, I thought you were going to write imitation oh, or something. No, I was... I was just using a lot of superlatives. <laughs> that, those are not. That's not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I didn't know what that word is, but I think that's what it's close to. Is that what it is? So poncho. Oh yeah. So look, you know, every now and then when you're feeling like <laughs> you're alone. <laughs> no, this is not one of those stories. <laughs> you know when you just. <laughs> Realize the human need of interdependence? As independent as Pidge and I are, um, as much as we love Neo's song, Miss Independent. Oh, love Neo. (laughs) Shout out to Neo as one of our unofficial sponsors. Thank you, Neo. There are times in life when you find yourself in a little do-hickety-do-wada-wada-wada kerfuffle. And we found ourselves in quite a precarious situation one day. Okay, wait. In Greece. Oh. Can I set the scene? Paige? Right? Okay. I would love if you would do that, yes. Amazing. Okay. So this is like, we're going into day three, I want to say. Day three, people. It was getting real. Day three. Um, Had already been in Athens. We had... Shifted over to Santorini, which was super funny because we took like a short 30 minute flight that we both pretended was completely fine. Mm. Um, even though I have ridiculous uh, flight anxiety and I had to act super cool. So I just want to like make sure that's known and point that out one more time. But anyway, so we were in Santorini. It's gorgeous there. Mm. It is so warm there. It's like 95 degrees in Santorini. Hell yeah! It was so beautiful. It really was, yeah. Romance was everywhere. Oh, yeah. It was... <laughs> come over here. <laughs> All right, we'll wait for Romance the was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in Santorini for two days. We hiked up, glorious a, <laughs> hiked up a volcano in flip-flops because of our piss-poor planning. Um, we had sailed on a pirate ship that we had booked in Santorini. People, this is real. It was so amazing. We were on the sunset for that. We had these beautiful dinners. Pidge, I want to be closer to you. Bring me over here. It was so romantic. So we, it was, our next stop was Mykonos. And as Pidge pronounces it, Mykonos. It's a lot cuter when Pidge says it. Thank you. Mykonos was actually our, um, Time together on my birthday. Actually, it was it the was. birthday eve and then my birthday on July 4th, mm-hmm. which was really special to me to be totally in love mm-hmm. well, and with Pidge. <laughs> right. I mean, uh. we obviously, like our second date, but I, <laughs> I felt it. Okay. I don't know what you were feeling. No comment, <laughs> but okay. Um, we were there together in love. Mm. And we had this beautiful uh, little place in Mykonos. Mykonos. And things were dandy. Um, it was really, really stunning. It was just wonderful time together. Mm-hmm. And although, you know, the island was kind of ritzy-titsy. Oh, can I say that on the podcast? 
I think it's marked explicit. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're an explicit podcast? I didn't. Well, fuck. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. We we really, in some ways, you know, Mykonos was, was not our thing. It was, it was kind of uh, really, uh, what would you say? I just think it... It was a lot for us. It was a lot. Mykonos has a lot of flashy wealth. When you drive a Ford Fiesta, (laughs) (laughs) you you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) You end up in Mykonos, you're like, okay, where can we just get some hams or PBR and just kick it? Like we don't need these fancy bars and uh, all this ritzy shopping. It was it was beautiful though. I will say that, and the hospitality there was was really really beautiful. From people. yeah, that's true. That's a good point. the The hearts of the Grecians were probably the most stunning part of the island because they were really really warm and wonderful and uh, welcoming to us. That's a lot of W's. So what we ended up doing. Because Mykonos has some of the best beaches in the world, is we ended up saving the best for last. So we woke up and thought, okay, let's go check out one of Mykonos's best beaches. So our choices were uh, Paradise Beach. Paradise Beach. <clears throat> Super Paradise Beach. Super Paradise Beach. I'm pretty sure a platinum Paradise Super Amazing Beach was in there. Got to be another step up besides Paradise Super Paradise. Platinum super duper. <laughs> it just, it was a little bit ridiculous that it was called Paradise Beach and Super Paradise Beach. Um, Felt like some sibling rivalry, to be honest. <laughs> it probably was. Yeah, we'll get to the bottom of that someday. And what we thought is like, okay, we have a few hours. We'd like to see uh, a little bit of beach. And so we went to this stand that was kind of located outside of our hotel. <laughs> And uh, we met a fellow named Harry. Harry. He was the sea uh, bus, so he would sell the tickets to the sea bus to go from Old Port to Newport, um, and then I think would also sell bus tickets around the island as well if you were trying to, to get somewhere on the island. Now, Harry was very nice. He, he was pretty funny. Um and, you know, this was during COVID time, so it was kind of downtime for the island, so they weren't that busy. And at some point, we were like, okay, so what beach can we get to before we have to leave? We only had a few hours. And so what he recommended is like, well, if you look over there, like the one that we can see literally from where we are, that's the only one that you have time for. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't paradise. It is not super paradise. It's a local beach of Mykonos. And Pidge and I looked at each other, and we went, yeah, we'd like to go there, actually. And that's our only option, so we'll take it. Then. <laughs> the funny thing is, we were like, oh, okay, cool. Well, like, how, how do you get there? And he's like, well, you can take the sea bus that's leaving right behind me. And it was literally undocking. It was gone. <laughs> like, I was like, are you going to. We watched it undock. I was like, are you, are you going to stop? I was so confused. I was like, oh, oh, why is he offering this option as it's literally leaving? I actually thought that was really uh, obviously memorable, but also like, thanks, Harry. Yeah, you're offering this the option that's literally <laughs> gone. So at that point, we were out of options. But it's what he did next that just kind of was shocking. I, I guess I've never had 
the kindness that he really brought out. Yeah, he took some peanut butter and some jelly, I mean, metaphorically, and he put them together for the first time in history. What he offered to us was not a sandwich, it was a ride. It was a ride, and his, <laughs> his vehicle, his little, his little pickup. He had a tiny pickup, and he said, come with me. If you want to beach. <laughs> and we said, what? <laughs> we'll take it. He actually offered to drive us over to this he little did. beach. Uh, and Paige got to sit on my lap because this was a tiny truck. So just so I you're like aware, that. the beach is not that far. It, it was only probably about a mile and a half Word. from our little How hotel. many kilometers is that, Paige? Fuck if I know. Yeah, <laughs> we'll look it up later. <laughs> I suck at that. Didn't know. System. You still haven't studied up on that? No, not yet. It's okay, that's cool. But uh, <laughs> it's not that far, but it definitely would have been kind of a hike and a walk, and, you know, we only had limited time. Our ferry was leaving at 2.20 in the afternoon. How do you remember that exactly? I I mean, it was if stressful. anyone's looking at our content on Instagram. The IG. Um, I did write this piece, actually. Yeah, it was um, really well written. It's And it has a lot of the detail and a lot of the complete vibe that happened that mm. whole trip. Um, so if you like reading and, um, you know, seeing if I can actually write, <laughs> there's that piece as well. But, um, we're here to Casual talk pitch. about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is on the Flying Ostriches website. I just want to support, uh, in saying that, you know, that was such a powerfully written piece because it really captured a lot of the details that we might forget on this Winging It Wine Drunk <laughs> podcast. We're covering some of the stuff, I'm sure, that happened. <laughs> But a lot of it was um, really captured by Pidge's piece, which sounds good, Pidge's piece. Pidge's piece. That you can find about Mykonos and what we learned about love in Mykonos. But anyway, Harry Potter, as we somehow ended up referring to him as, said, come into my pickup truck and I'll take you to the beach. And we went, hell yeah, let's ride, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) As anyone would, right? Okay, no one responds to that because we're live on a podcast. He takes us over there. We get a few drinking drinks. He did. And we peppered with a volleyball, went swimming, relaxed. And at some point, Pitch and I looked at each other like, we are not going to make it if we don't leave right now because it was time. It was time to leave. I mean, I feel like we had some time. I just think we didn't think about it. The funny thing is, is your confidence in prevalent taxis is... Sometimes surprising. Yeah, um, you this just—it's <laughs> Mykonos, and you know you—you you always have this confidence that there's always going to be a taxi around the corner. <laughs> this is a point in our relationship, um, like a very early point, where I was acting very cool, and I said, "Pidge, don't you?" Well, you weren't actually technically Pidge yet at that then, point, but, but I said. Don't you worry. I, I've traveled much. Let me show you how we get back to the place we need to get to. Little did I know that um, it was going to turn into crazy, crazy No, not a taxi. Story. I don't even think there was taxis on that island. <laughs> That's true, but I tried as if there were. And in my flip-flops and in your... What were you wearing? Sandals. In your sandals, we began actually to walk along the road. Mm-hmm. Back to the port because, you know, we knew that it was time to start trying to make action towards the goal. And it was hot. I mean, it's it's a Grecian island in 
early July. So, I mean. That is true. And I know it was hot because at some point, Pigeon stepped on the back of my favorite flip-flops and actually broke one. I believe it was the, it was the right one. one. But I had a Pidge, hairband. any comment? <laughs> okay, to be fair, you... <laughs> no, I really don't have a comment. Okay. <laughs> we were both hightailing it. Accidents happen. I lost my favorite flip-flop, the right one. I mean, I kind of bandaged it with my hairband. And that was really showing some skills, because I was, I was thinking it was total loss, but then Pigeon actually bandaged it, and it was working somewhat, because if you don't have any flips, you're just going to be walking straight onto the hot asphalt 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 and uh we didn't want that because our talons were clean at that point and we wanted to keep them clean and cold but it was hot that day and with one flip-flop down i was trying to give my thumbs up to different cars going by (laughs) trying to to, trying to get us a ride because i knew i had that feeling like okay i can tell morale is starting to get low I want to make sure that this trip stays magical because the love was really percolating. And I was like, this is a this is a true point. Like it could go either way here. I mean, like, we gotta we gotta make sure that this goes well on this trip. I felt the pressure. But there was like a moment where I think it was probably about 145-ish. And I'll drink to that pitch. Yeah. I mean, it was, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what time it was, but I know it was getting definitely closer to two and our ferry was going to leave at two twenty. Right. Um, and we had to make it back to our hotel, grab our bags and get back to the ferry. So I'm like, uh-oh. so I think something set in, like I was trying to stay so calm because you know, I didn't, I didn't want to get upset with you. I didn't want you to see any part of that, you know, second date. So <laughs> I, technically, I, I, I think I tried to very calmly kind of nudge you, to, to let you know, like, I'm starting to get a little stressed about this. We, we got to do something here. And, folks, I felt it. <laughs> and so at that point, I just remember being like, okay, whatever goes by us next, that's our ride. And so I stepped in the middle of the road. I mean, a little heroically. <laughs> you did, though. You stepped in the middle of the road. And I went, this is our ride. And I put my <laughs> hand out. And it just happened to be Hagrid's motorbike. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was not a car. It was not a taxi. It was. not wasn't even a maintenance vehicle. No. It was a a, little rickety. It was a rickety tickety. Motorbike. Motorbike. With a very orthodox Grecian. Yeah. With very long hair that was kind of scraggly because he was a little bit older. Yes. And... He actually didn't go around you. He actually stopped, he surprisingly. weirdly stopped. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, that actually worked. So he stopped, and I said, uh, here's all my money. What did I say again, Pitch? You said, we have to get to <laughs> Newport. Old Port, I mean, yeah. Let's get to Old Port. And you had, I think, negotiated a deal. I, I negotiated a deal, folks. I felt so sexy. <laughs> I was like, that's right, Pidge. Like, I step up in moments of danger. <laughs> and opportunity has arisen for me to try to, you know, make something happen in a situation that I actually caused. So I can't even take credit for <laughs> correcting it. It's kind of like an Air France situation here. It was. So anyway, um, you know, he lets us upon his motorbike. And mm-hmm. almost immediately, you know, we we tried to start up a conversation 
and just try to, you know, get to know this person who somehow honestly saved our asses. He did. And I couldn't really understand him because he had a very deep accent. And at some point, to be honest, I, I think he just embodied this name Poncho. He did. <laughs> he was Poncho. He so will always be Poncho. He will always be Poncho for us. So Poncho is driving us in this rickety-tickety motorbike uh, across the, the Grecian landscape back to our hotel to pick up our bags Only and try a to mile, make it to but... <laughs> Yes. And uh, I felt really proud of myself. Honestly, I was beaming. I was like, yeah, Pidge, like, let's go. It we a, got It was the second ride we had gotten that day, too, because like, we had Harry that graciously took us to the beach. Yeah. And then now we had Poncho, who really saved us to get back to get our bags in time. Yeah. And I was feeling, you know, like when you're in love, like we we are. It's <laughs> a past tense. <laughs> I just say it was like so strong. It's like the whole universe is also supporting that love. And, yeah. you know, every now and then you just have those magical moments where you're like, where, how did Poncho end up coming around the turn at that point and then taking us and... You know, we get our luggage, and we just calmly walk over to to get some gelato to celebrate. We even had time to spare at that point. Of course. I mean, I was like, okay, we could have had five more minutes on that beach, Paige. You looked so hot in that moment. I'm like, oh, shit. Look at this guy saving us. Mm, take your time with this <laughs> part of the podcast. <laughs> Getting us I'm to, sitting this, back. to this on time. Mm. We're going to go to the next island. Like, on to our next little adventure. On to... And then... <laughs> We're at the wrong fucking port. <laughs> and you know who noticed that? It wasn't Davide. It was Pidge. <laughs> I was just enjoying the gelato and the celebration and feeling, like, really, really good. And then Pidge went, uh, We're actually not at the port that we need to be at. And the port we need to be at is actually... How far away was it? Not in kilometers, just in miles. No, I think it was, like, maybe half a mile. Because it was kind of in between the beach we went to and where our hotel was. But it's still, at that point, this it's already past 2 o'clock. You know, we have bags. We're in sandals. Our ferries, those ferries are efficient. Like, they're on time, Mm -hmm. too. They are quick. Like, the deboard and board is usually less than, like, five minutes. So I'm like, oh, shit. There is no way we're gonna make it. Like, oh, we no did way. not. We did not just like get Poncho to save us, bring us back to the hotel to get our bags for us literally to actually still miss it. And we didn't have any plans at the island that night. It was at the next island. So, I mean, and it was what a Saturday night, Friday night. Like it, it would have been dire. Ex- expensive to find a last minute hotel, even if there was one available. And so, with this known at that moment, with gelato in hand and broken flip-flop in other hand, we realized that we needed to haul some ass. And so, I remember, I just started to ask anybody and everybody, hey, can you give us a quick ride over to that port? And it was like, you know, a couple of people with their own boats. Uh, The sea bus again had left us. They were like, no, the next one doesn't leave. For another hour. I'm and like, I was hour. like, okay, this could not be that we just got saved by Pancho for this oh. whole endeavor, and now we're stuck in the same situation where actually we might not make it at all. And so I believe at that point we started frantically running as if we were on a rom-com sitcom. 
as you do, with flip-flops in hand, three bags, you know, um, and at that moment, there was a quick cameo appearance, I there, believe. There was one lady that we had met earlier on in the trip. Her uh, timing was perfect. She was like, hey guys, how are you? Uh, what? We are frantically running. Like, we clearly we're not good. <laughs> no, but I think I still was able to yell out, like, oh, good, we're just trying to catch a fairy. Like, <laughs> Pitch maintained the Midwest nice in a moment of total panic. It was honestly so sexy. It was beautiful. And then in that next moment, I remember looking over the horizon and probably the most incredible sight that I could have seen was right in front of thine eyes. It was Pancho! And he was still there! What was he doing? He was just still there. He was sitting there with his feet up on his motorbike smoking a cigarette as if he knew all along that we were gonna need another needed him again. And so I remember and I recall that we started to run as if we were running, because we were. <laughs> and I remember yelling out to Pancho, Pancho! <laughs> and I remember him kind of like shaking his head at me like, what in the world? And I, when we got within earshot, said to him like, we need you! <laughs> we're in the wrong port. And he said, show me the money. The money. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Pancho. <laughs> Thankfully, I had some euros. Thank God. Yeah, and a lot of euros because Pancho was like, "Look, he knew to like up his price." Yeah, he's like, "I'll be the hero of this story if you um, give me everything that's left in your wallet." And so, with that accord, uh, we jumped back into the Pancho Mobile mm-hmm. and started to make our way slowly but stylishly <laughs> to the right port. It was amazing. That was... And he kept telling me, though. He's like, yeah, you've already missed it. You, Dude, Pancho I, I was, was like, not no, it is a, a positive person. He was kind of a Debbie Downer. He's like, you guys suck at this. Like, you're clearly not doing this well. We had our gelato, and we're like, it's a great point, Pancho, but we still need you to get us to the right port. It's leaving. <laughs> we, we, he was just... He stepped on the gas, too. I mean, he... With his little motorbike, we were just cruising I'm down. Just Saying. He was still there, and he was licking his lips. <laughs> he knew he'd make a whole thing. He's <laughs> the money out of us. Pacho, I could have listened. I should send him a W-2. I mean, he literally... Is that the right form? Yeah. I, I felt like he was just like, okay, guys, like, show me the money. Let's go. Where do you want to go? You're going to miss it anyway. I'll drive you one more time. Thankfully, Pancho got us to the right port, and uh, as we were stepping out of the Pancho Mobile... And I'm handing him literally my life savings. Pancho says, uh, you know, your your boat is already gone or something. And I remember being like, well, uh, that's not true. Because we can see it off in the distance. It was off the distance. And I think he was actually really surprised because they're very efficient. So they're always on time. It's true. And I don't know how in the world this ferry was late for us specifically. What an anomaly. But it was. And I, <laughs> I am not going to complain because that saved our asses. Like, everything really just fell into place. Like, Harry giving us the ride. Pancho giving us a ride mm. once. Pancho giving us a ride again. still there. The just still freaking there. fairy being late. I don't know how all that lined up it's so crazy. perfectly. And then probably the perfect line of this whole story happened after that, and it happened in this way. 
I said to Pancho, hey, you <laughs> have been the most beautiful Grecian man to our trip. <laughs> I don't think I said it that way. I think I said, Pancho, thank you from our hearts. Uh, you'll always be in our hearts. And then Pancho responded. Okay. He responded. <laughs> Let me take a quick drink for this. I hit my teeth. Hold on. Pancho responded, I don't want to be in your hearts. I want to be in your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly we had made Pancho's day. Um, Not in a heart way, but apparently just with how much money we end up giving him. A monetary way, actually. <laughs> for making it to this one boat. And then we realized that I had not even printed you out their tickets. You had printed the tickets. So then in that moment, the next rush was me running to the ticket booth to get our tickets printed before the boat finally docked. Thankfully, it was late. And then somehow your flying ostriches made it aboard their ferry back to Athens and laughed about two-thirds of the way there. Oh, my. I think I had, like, it was so funny, but I was so stressed. So stressed. So funny. I slept so well that night. <laughs> I was just so stressed about the whole, so, it was such a stressful hour. <laughs> just to remind you, this was actually on my birthday, and I remember once I got Pidge onto this boat, safe and sound, Pancho was just, you know, surprised that we actually made it off in the distance. <laughs> he waited for, for the once. boat to leave just in case. Yeah, he actually seemed like he assumed that it was not going to leave ever <laughs> and we were going to need one more ride. But I went to the boat cafetorium, got a good old fruit salad and some snacks, and I brought them over to Pigeon. Um, I also had only 20 euros left in my wallet at that time, and the bill happened to be exactly 20 yeah, euros. 20. And the person at the cafetorium said to me, you might want to buy a lotto ticket. This is your lucky day. And I said, it is my birthday. <laughs> and so I brought over this fruit salad to Pidge in apology for all of the craziness that ensued <laughs> after my flip-flop got broken. And I felt like it was going to be easy for us to get back from that small beach to our boat. <laughs> Little did we know that Pancho was going to be the most heroic, always there for us. Pancho, we just want to give a shout out to you right now. I don't know where you are. Also an unofficial sponsor. Unofficial, but also an actual so. physical sponsor. But we know and we hope that, you know, if we ever need you, you'll always be there for us for a very overpriced rate. And uh, we hope that, you know, you're doing well right now because you have totally been one of the most memorable and significant, uh, you know, supporters of the Flying Ostriches love story. Making sure that um, our asses get to where we need to go and back to the United States, even to record this podcast today. You know, thanks to Pat. Pancho. I was also going to say podcast. <laughs> because if Pancho didn't pick us up the second time, we might still be there. And well, we wouldn't have been able to afford our ticket home. <laughs> I'm just saying, Pancho, man, you you really you really did us a solid, as they say. That that entire day, I think, I, I think it just enriched so many feelings I had for you already. Hmm. Um, not Pitch. to get sappy, but honestly, it had really enriched a lot of those feelings. And it was such an adventure with you, though, mm. that I just, I loved it. And I, I knew, like, this, 
this is who I got to travel with because I don't know how many Harrys or Ponchos we're going to have to have our asses sitting by <laughs> because we have some piss poor planning as far as to like getting rides. Um, but if I wanted to know, I wanted to keep going. I was like, this, this is a phenomenal adventure and I cannot wait for all the rest of the adventures. Oh, Pidge, I felt the same. I felt like, okay, this, this is... This is the high of, of love. This is the high of life. This is what it means to truly just be fully, honestly, really bad at traveling, but having Pidge think that I was a veteran traveler. <laughs> you had apparently traveled to 40 some of the countries. It was not showing in real time, but to be honest, sometimes that's what, what life is like, or that's what travel is like, is that shit happens. And... I just thought the most beautiful thing is that, you know, we <laughs> persevered through it all and we laughed at it all and we loved each other even more after going through all of this together. And I felt like, okay, you know, this, this is the first adventure of many. And I actually, you know, so, sometimes at the end of trips I, I get really sad, but actually I was so happy because I was so grateful that, you know, this adventure kind of was the, the beginning for us. And I was like, wow, I can't even imagine uh, where we're going to travel to next because, you know, this is this is just the most joyful thing to be able to travel together and hmm. to, to have the chance to just make some really ridiculous mistakes and, you know, enjoy the funniness of, of being flying ostriches together. <laughs> Pidge and I are currently embracing. Uh, when are we going to Bosnia? <laughs> What? <laughs> Pidge, I will go wherever you want to go. That sounds good. Mm. Wow. Yes. Wow. That was a behemoth of a story to share. It's my favorite story, though. Yeah, me too. By far. My favorite story. So it was far. the best time writing it. Yeah. It was just the best. I feel like that's what it's all about. You know, sometimes you got to take a risk for love, and for you, it's all worth it. 